Welcome back to the One Week Podcast, everyone. I am Jonas. I'm Matthew. And this week we are discussing uh, the 2021 release uh, Deacon by Serpent with Feet. Uh, Serpent with Feet, uh, born Josiah Wise in Baltimore, Maryland, is an R&B slash like gospel artist. This is his sophomore studio album, um, and it deals a lot with uh, his emotions on a very um, successful and uh, upbeat relationship he has had over the past more than a year, I believe, is what the album says. I don't know the exact timeline on it. Um, But uh, Serpent with Feet, uh, like I said, born in Baltimore, uh, grew up in the church, um, doing uh, a lot of like choir competition stuff from school and then, you know, practicing at church and whatnot. Uh, Those influences definitely shine through on this album. Um, so I suppose we should, uh, just talk about the album now. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we do on the one a week podcast. <laughs> <clears throat> okay. So I guess I'll talk about my thoughts first. Yeah, go for um, it. Um, I'm not the biggest R&B guy. I don't think in the world. Yeah. Um, it's hard for me to get into like stuff that's like very like slow, like just like kind of like that R&B sound. It's like kind of like a... Like it's got like this atmospheric kind of sound. There's like bass and stuff, and there's like kind of like some light instrumental. Um, and I learned that a lot when I like tried to get into Frank Ocean many times. I've tried that many times, and I've come around on Frank Ocean. I st- I and like I've always been like, yeah, Frank Ocean is good, um, and he's got a much bigger following than Serpent with Feet does. This is true, um, and I think for a good reason because um, the things I found very compelling about Frank Ocean's work. Um, I think are kind of lacking in what Serpent with Feet does. Um, I can definitely tell there's a lot of Frank Ocean influence. I think that Serpent with Feet would not exist without Frank Ocean, or at least the sound he has wouldn't. There's a lot of people who probably wouldn't exist without Frank Ocean. This is the Frank Ocean episode, right? We're talking about Frank Ocean? Yeah, we could just talk about him for 20 minutes. (laughs) He's important. That's true. So we could definitely talk about him for a while, but um, I guess I'll try and talk about Serpent with Feet. Um... Um, so the parts of Frank Ocean that I have less time or less patience with kind of were like at the forefront of this record. You said Frank Ocean again. Well, yeah, the things I liked about Frank Ocean were... Oh, you're, you're relating it. Yeah, the things I didn't like about Frank Ocean were at the forefront of this Serpent with Feet record, I think. Got it, got it. So I thought... Okay, got it. I'm caught up. I'm slow. Rewind. So... I thought that um, a lot of the songs were kind of like sparse and slow and kind of carried by like this like moody singing and um, in some instances it works. Um, I think the opening track Hyacinth is pretty good. I think the songwriting is kind of strong. Um, There's like some plant imagery going on which is always cool. The Hyacinth flower which is known for dying and being reborn. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I think it was... um, cool um little imagery going on there but um kind of from there i'm like eh on like most of the tracks i like um sailor superstition because i think it's cool that um because all the songs leading up to that point are kind of like yeah I, I, I love this guy i like this guy and then the sailor superstition is where he takes like kind of a look back 
or like a reflect and he's like well, we gotta like be careful because it could like mess up at any point kind of like how sailors are like you can't whistle on a boat or else the winds will get crazy which is what he talks about in the song and i thought that was cool did and you I, know like that was a thing sailors said before this song i'm i'm no i'm assuming that oh, okay. it is i i didn't you said it very it. confidently because well, that's what he sees that's the course I, well i know i was wondering if maybe that was like a boy scout thing that they taught you like i don't we learn we don't hey, learn any sailor stuff in the boy scouts I don't think. you don't have your like sailor merit badge i did small boat sailing which might count okay did you but ever whistle i can't whistle then you're safe I suppose I would be the best sailor on the face of the earth because of that fact. Yeah. Um, and according to Serpent with Feet, my relationship would be solid as well. Um, and then I really like the closing track, um, Fellowship. I think that's a very strong song. And it's not specifically about, you know, the guy he's in love with. It's more about just like friends. Yeah. And I, I, I like the line, I'm in my 30s now and I'm like not worrying about things. I'm just worrying about the love. Yeah, I thought that was cool. You know, sometimes I think you and I are uh, a little bit alike. Um, yes. Yeah, that's the impression I get. Uh, probably why we live together and do a podcast together. Because um, the two songs I wanted to talk about in particular were Sailor Superstition and Fellowship. And uh, need I remind our large listener base, uh, mm. Matthew and I don't talk about the album before we record so that was unplanned that those were the two highlighted ones yeah i mean it's kind of those are just the two best tracks like i, I think those true. are the two best tracks it's very true and like there's a reason they kind of have more of an energy rather than kind of these laid back moody kind of r&b stuff going on and i'd say that's bad um i can definitely see the appeal um but it's just not for me i guess I've yeah. been talking for a long time. You go ahead. Give your thoughts. Um, I'm trying. I, you know, I always think uh, how like blunt or direct do I want to be? Um, yeah. I, I guess I'll just be blunt and direct both simultaneously. Those are usually mutually exclusive. No, yeah. not mutually yeah. exclusive. Yeah. Intertwined. Nested subjects. Yeah. That's what it's called. Yeah. Um, I wasn't big on this album. Yeah. Just like overall... Um, and the, the, the main points I'm going to bring up are, um, I think the beats slash instrumentals, whatever you want to refer to them as, I think they're boring. Um, they don't have a lot going on, which I know there's R&B that can have plenty going on with the instrumentals. So I, you know, I'm not going to like write that off as, oh, you know, it's R&B. I just think, this, I, you know, I just don't think these are very, um, enthralling uh beats um i think that the lyrics are a little bit corny um maybe not even corny but they just don't have a lot to offer yeah um because like the <laughs> this is gonna sound worse than i mean for it too <laughs> the album i kept thinking about in terms of lyrical similarities was uh chance the rappers the big day because it was just like it was this was thankfully much shorter than that album but it was like 11 and tracks like, not like, as offensive no i yes not that's why yet. i you know i'm not saying it was as bad as that album but like it was just like 11 tracks that like mm, i love this guy mm. and like <laughs> there's plenty of albums that do that and it works but this this one doesn't work as much for me um just because it's like it like i like like i said this just doesn't feel like there's a whole lot to offer like opening track 
Hyacinth does because it makes like a cool comparison. But like, like other than that, not not a whole lot. It's just like really like obvious lyrics. Yeah. Um. Although I do kind of like um Malik where he's like like shout out the guys who wear socks with sandals. He's like, yeah, I'm into like weird dudes, like guys who like pants like hug their butt. I think is what yeah. he says. I thought it was funny. I thought it was like kind of shallow, like there wasn't much to read into, but I thought it was funny. Yeah, I I don't I just like it was a little bit boring to me. No, yeah, and I, I definitely agree with that. Yeah. Um, didn't get too much out of the album, and yeah. like um, Derek's beard. That's track nine. It's it's just like I know that's like I did like I don't know what you'd call is it like an interlude? It's I, not I an, it's like an it's kind of like an interlude. Any track it's a, that's like ninety seconds. It's a boring ass interlude. Um, like there's there's a lot of like um, pre-choruses on this album that I was like, I don't need to hear this a bunch, and <laughs> it's the pre-chorus, so I'm gonna hear it every time. Um, the thirty-second track, Dawn, that's like another interlude boring you know like i don't want to like dumb it down but like it just there's like not a whole lot to expand upon for this no i think um, i don't think i think there's not a lot of inspiration and um i think there's not like there's a there's a like a lot of sameness yeah to the whole thing even on the tracks that are better i think that um the, the whole record kind of sounds the same yeah and like that's true for a lot of like hip-hop r&b albums like it's got like a similar sound because hip-hop and r&b have like a a style and all that yeah um but i think this doesn't really use the medium or the the context of r&b to like support the emotion that it's trying to support because it's a very personal album it's very very from the heart yeah um like you said corny and yes some songs are very corny but then some songs you know are very very earnest and yeah. i think that the sound that it has does really match up with the lyrical content going on yeah i f- i feel i'm i'm checking the i'm i'm opening my phone and i'm looking at the, the time and i'm like there's a minute left in this track oh man <laughs> i hate it when i do that for yeah. an album i'm like oh there's like a minute left on this track yeah that's never a good sign yeah yeah so um. I'll talk about a couple of highlights real quick that I like just like moments that I, I really like on uh, the penultimate track old and fine. I really like the outro on that song. I really like all of sailor's superstition. I think that's a good track. Um, production by uh, take a day trip, which was funny. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. Um, uh, the final track fellowship. I think it has the best lyrics on the album. Like, I mean, you already talked about it, but, like, um, maybe it's the blessing of my 30s. I'm spending less time worrying and more time recounting the love. Um, You know I'm a sucker for any album that talks about, like, the, like, um, ignorance and simultaneous, like, egomania of, of youth and, like, around our age. So I'm also indirectly a sucker for albums that are, like, kind of, like giving a forecast of what it might be like as i get older just because i think like introspection is such a like 
fascinatingly like original take from everybody but at the same time it's so vastly different from everybody that's like why yeah. I, I loved the um black country new road record because it was just so like about the age that the writer was at and that's why i love this track because it's about the age that serpent with feet is at he, you know he's in his 30s and this is what it means to be in his 30s to him so that was cool and it's got a real catchy chorus that's true that's i think my friends yeah, yeah this, this album kind of lacks like stuff that just like sticks in your brain that is like, that was, is my main issue i was thinking about um smiling with no teeth which we've also covered on the podcast yes. um it's got a lot of r&b cuts a lot which of slower r&b cuts genesis owusu for those who don't remember it's got a, it's got a lot of slower r&b stuff but i still like it because it's got yeah. like it's like got like meaningful lyrics and yep. i think that um genesis is better at writing hooks and yeah. writing catchy verses yeah. I think that I am in agreement. And while I haven't heard any of Serpent with Feet's earlier stuff, I don't know if it's better or worse than this. Yeah. Um, I think at least on this album, he showcases kind of a lack of like coming up with a catchy musical idea. And like music doesn't have to be catchy to be good, of course. But I think when you're going with an R&B record with like very scant production, I think you need some like. I was gonna say bangers. That's not true. You you need like some like some standout material. Yeah, you need like yeah. stuff that like like I'll be like hearing in my head after because like it's stuck in my ears. Yeah, yeah. I um yeah. Just overall a little bit let down. Uh, I mean, I didn't like go in with like huge expectations because this was also the first time I listened to Serpent with Feet. But I like I had heard good things through the grapevine. That's why I picked it because I had just heard that it was a promising record, and uh, I just don't feel like it really delivered. Yeah, these yeah. episodes are always hard because like it's like what do you talk about? I really talk about point? like with the Justin Bieber. I was like, we're gonna divert all, like, philosophical yeah. and stuff. Like, what, what does it mean to like music? Um, but I I feel like that would be we'd be um, treading on. What's the word? Re retreading. Is this how you're padding out the runtime? No, you're pretending no, you forget a word. I actually don't know. I promise. Mm -hmm. Like when you like do something again. And re it's like redoing. Like redoing. I'm sure, we'll call it that. Um, re repo man. I don't know. So I feel like we can't talk for like ten minutes about culture again. No. I mean, sometimes you don't have to, like, expound upon an idea. Sometimes it's just like, yeah, this album was a little bit of a letdown. Yeah. I will, like, I guess the one thing I can say is it was cool to have an album that wasn't, like, a breakup album. I feel like most albums are, like, comparatively speaking, you're going to get more albums that are, like, breakup albums than are, like, I'm really happy to be with this person albums. Yeah. I even, true. I think about, like... um i love you honey bear by father john misty that's like a i love my wife album but at the same time it's like look at how terrible of a person i am and yet she wants to be with me so it's still like i don't know it's just but that being said going back to the not so great yeah. it's a, it's not a breakup album and look at how we feel about it so basically what i'm saying is everybody break up with whoever you're with right now so we can get some dope ass music in the that's in the like, fold um like the Kanye fans who were like, yeah, he getting divorced. We're going to have a real good album yeah. in a couple months. Yeah. Like, 
don't do that. Don't, yeah, don't that's think not that. good. Or like, oh, back to Frank Ocean, full circle. This is a great segue. <laughs> like, his brother passed away, and all the dumb Frank Ocean fans were like, oh, we finally going to, like, come out of, like, fake retirement. No, he's not. He had, like, an incredibly difficult family crisis. Why would you say that? Yeah, I don't... Uh, people... Because, like... Because artists are kind of, like, like commodities in yeah. a lot of ways. It's like a shiny new toy. We're like... Oh, well, like they they could make music because of this they could make the thing that i like because of this yeah and i think that for many people especially like i'm gonna guess i'm gonna sound very pretentious here especially like mainstream music listeners it's kind of more like music is like a product yeah and they're they're like oh good there's more like product coming on the rollout they're less like they don't have like that context of this artist is a person who has feelings and has to deal with things and do life stuff yeah um, so i think that even though breakup albums can be very good i've heard a lot of good breakup albums in my life mm -hmm. um i don't think that it should be the standard yeah. i think that there should be more i love my wife or i love my boyfriend my husband my significant other albums and also i am glad that black and queer artists can have a bigger piece of the pie yeah that is cool these days there's a there's a lot of and i, I don't know if frank ocean or like kevin abstract started that movement i'm sure there was a huge underground scene of like black and queer artists um but i'm glad that they're like making the the splash that they are yeah. like little Nas get, x he's huge yeah we get more voices and that's always cool i am i am glad for that yeah all right you want to wrap it up and right. give closing statements yeah. before we talk about next week final thoughts um as evident from what i've been saying for the past 20 minutes um i thought it was kind of you know whatever like very like it wasn't bad but i thought it was kind of like lacking in uh, like musical ideas so um uh, favorite track probably fellowship and i guess least favorite track that we don't really have to do that anymore yeah I, um, i've given up on that so i guess probably a c minus for me yeah um favorite track for me was sailor superstition i just that was a good combination of like meaningful themes and symbolism and a uh, solid production on that one um, but for grade, I'm sitting at probably a D. I really just wasn't big on this album. Okay. I, I was not not here for it. When are we going to give something an F? We, I don't know. Sometimes I wonder, should I have just given the Justin Bieber album an F? Like, I feel like I got to retool my know. standards. I don't think it deserves an know. F. It wasn't like, yeah, like we said, it wasn't, we can't. Nah, I'm not revisiting this. We can't yeah, get back. Yeah, to okay, okay. This is the serpent with Bieber. Next week. Next week. We are going to talk about the new Brockhampton release, and we're going to break the rules a little bit. I have already heard this album, obviously, because I'm a huge Brockhampton guy, and Jonas has already heard this album because he's also a Brockhampton guy. Yeah. So even though we have already listened to it, for me, at least a double-digit amount of times. Yeah, um, I've listened to it probably, probably almost the same for Jonas. Yeah. Um, but I still feel like I have... Well, I definitely have a lot to say about it. Yes. And um, I think it could be informed by the fact that I have listened to it a bunch already. Yeah. So maybe that will be like 
uh, the best episode we've had so far and all of a sudden we're going to be like oh we need to retool how we do this <laughs> we should have to talk about albums that we like a lot um i will say uh to to brag on myself a little bit um i believe with this serpent with feet album maybe the album i listened to before it you know my goal was one album per week at least and uh, at the time of recording this, it's like the second or third week of April. I don't remember exactly. Um, it, but with this album or the one prior, I have officially listened to 52 new albums already. So that means I've met the average requir- requirement I wanted to have met by the end of the year in the fourth month <laughs> of the year, which is cool. Even though like I listened to a lot of music last year and stuff, I don't think I listened to 52 new albums period um, yeah probably so not. i've been listening i've been going crazy I've, i should probably keep track more of what i've been listening to i'm keeping track of the 2021 releases because right. i have to make like a list at the end of the year but like i'll just like turn on a new thing and just go with it yeah so i feel like i need to like <laughs> keep track i know i journal all my stuff i enjoy doing that and i keep a playlist of my favorite song from every album i've listened to um, and then I will probably rank those at the end of the year. We got to do like a like a ranking episode because I love ranking things. <laughs> it's just like there's so much like it's like work. I got to like make a huge list and then I got to like okay, so here's It's not like, work if you stay on top of it. That's what I've done. But like when I when I have the list and I have to, I like have rankings for like I have like scores for everything. Then yeah. I have to like group them by the scores and then i have to uh, micromanage them within those scores and then i have to think about what's at the top for like three weeks and then i'm good to go and then i like question myself anyway but uh next week i just kind of do it (laughs) next week we're talking about brockhampton roadrunner new light new machine came out april 9th so still a new album in my eyes and um, one that I am excited to talk about next week. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. See you then. Goodbye.